K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-Pop Tilt. <laughs> Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie, and Tay is not here today. Uh, she This is her last week before she goes back to school for her last quarter, and she is doing lots of things. So I decided that I was just going to do it on my own instead of skipping a week. And speaking of doing things on my own <laughs> or making my own decisions, um, I wanted to go back and check on the author uh, Sailor Tay fix. So uh, Wattpad updated, I think, because I'm having so much trouble trying to pick something on my own. So uh, we're just going to have to go with the very first story in here. <laughs> which is a Subin story called Irresistible. Um, there's an author note saying that this <laughs> this was a request from an Instagram follower. It's meant to be mafia-themed, but mafia really isn't my genre, so I'm calling this mafia light. Hope you enjoy. So yeah, I don't think I have anything to preface with. Uh, oh, no, I'll jump into it. I'll do K-pop news uh, after. Miss Han? I hear a soft knock at the door as my assistant walks in. He's here, should I let him in? Yes, thank you, I breathe in, standing up behind my desk to straighten out my skirt. I shuffle a few things around nervously and the door opens again and a tall, slender young man walks in. Hello. Oh, it's you. He walks in wearing a dark, well-fitted suit. His hands are in his pockets and he's glancing up at me with a smirk. Did you think you'd get rid of me that easy? He laughs, running his fingers through his dark hair as he walks towards my desk. His dark brown eyes are fixed on mine as he plants both hands on my desk, leans forward, watching the nervous look on my face. You look beautiful today. Thank you, I stammer, not taking my eyes off of his parted lips, noticing the way the corners of his mouth turn up into a smile. Please, take a seat. I motion to the chair across from me as he nods, unbuttoning his suit jacket to sit down. He plants an elbow on the armrest and spreads his knees apart, leaning back on the chair to watch me. So, why did you ask me to come, Miss Han? He smirks, biting his lip as I lean forward on my desk to speak. I thought you didn't want to see me again. Well, I didn't know who you were the last time we, um, ran into each other. I sigh, pursing my lips into a smile as I shovel some papers around my desk. So now you know who I am, right? He leans forward, planting his elbows on his knees, watching me closely as I struggle to maintain eye contact with him. I glance down at his pants and see the outline of a small gun at his waistband. Ooh! (laughs) Not what I expected, but at the same time, should have expected, because Mafia. Don't show him you're nervous. Yes, I know who you are, Mr. Choi. I glance back at him, putting my hands down on my desk, gulping down my nerves. Anyway, I asked you here because you're organization is making it difficult for my business to run smoothly. He laughs, watching the serious look on my face. So my plan worked, he smirked, leaning back on the chair. What do you mean? What plan? I ask, confused. He stands up suddenly, startling me as I lean back on my chair. He plants both hands on my desk and leans forward, his eyes fixated on me. You rejected me the last time we saw each other, he smirks, glancing down at my parted lips, so I had to get your attention somehow. He stands back, 
and starts walking towards me, running his long finger along the wooden surface until he reaches the back of my desk and places both hands on my shoulders. I've been thinking about you, he whispers in my ear, making me shudder at his sudden touch. Something tells me you've been thinking about me, too. Subin, I mean, Mr. Choi, I, I don't have... I don't think this is the right time, I stammer, trying to keep it together as I feel his hands move down to my collarbones, feeling the warmth of my skin as he starts kissing my neck. I close my eyes and breathe in, thinking about the last time. No, don't. This is a business meeting. He reaches for the buttons of my blouse and starts unbuttoning the first one until I reach up and swipe it away. Subin, don't. I turn to glance at him, shaking his grip off my shoulders. He laughs and stands back, putting his hands back in his pockets and glancing down at me with a smirk. This is business. I need you to let my shipment through. Suddenly I feel his hands turn my chair around and I'm looking at his crotch, the gun clearly visible at his waistband. I gulp, looking up at him as he leans down and takes my chin in his hands. I'll let your shipment through, Miss Han, but I need you to do something for me, too. He smirks, glancing down at my parted lips as he brings my chin closer. I feel his warm breath on my cheek as our eyes meet. What do you want, Subin? I whisper, feeling like my heart is about to beat out of my chest. His lips turn up into a smile, and he kisses me, breathing in as I close my eyes. I, I have been thinking about him. Ever since that time at the company party, when we saw each other for the first time, I couldn't take my eyes off of him, his tall, slender frame standing by the bar, his dark, mysterious eyes watching me from across the room, all night until he approached me finally, and we... You're thinking about it, aren't you? He pulls away from the kiss, noticing the rosiness of my cheeks as I open my eyes again, his dimples giving a sweet look. But he's far from sweet. Do you want me? He reaches his hands down to my lap, pushing my knees apart to feel my inner thigh. I nod, tensing up at the way his fingers tug at my panties, waiting for me to say it, he whispers in my ear. Oh, sorry. Say it, he whispers in my ear, marking my neck as I feel his fingers touch the lips between my panties softly. Yes. Yes, I want you, Subin, I stammer, as he pushes my panties to the side and enters me with his fingers. He bites his lip, watching me gasp out loud as I grip the armrests of my chair. So wet already, he grins, leaning down to kiss me again, pushing his tongue inside my mouth as he pumps his fingers faster inside of me and I moan into his lips. Wow, that escalated real quickly. <laughs> Subin, please, I managed to say, pulling away from his lips and glancing at the door at my office. Can we, uh, fuck, I moan, throwing my head back on the chair as he pulls out of me suddenly and licks his fingers. Can we what, baby? He smirks, clearly enjoying the flustered look on my face. I have other meetings today. Can we? I stammer, but he grabs my arm suddenly and pulls me up so I'm standing in front of him. He grabs my hips and pulls me close. It's too late for that, he whispers in my ear, pressing his lips against me so I feel the bulge on my crotch. We'll be quick. I nod and close my eyes as he kisses my neck and starts undoing the buttons on my blouse quickly, slipping his hand beneath the fabric to cut my breasts. I relax my arms and let them fall by his waist, feeling his firm muscles beneath his clothes until he pulls away from my neck suddenly and turns me around, so my back is pressed up against his chest. I've been thinking about you, he whispers in my ear, pulling my blouse down to my shoulders. The way you looked that night. When I whispered in your ear, I want to fuck you. His deep voice, I want to fuck you. <laughs> I have a terrible deep voice, deep man voice. His deep voice resonates through my head as he pushes me down on the desk, pressing my lower back with his hand. I grip my fingers on the wood as I feel his hand slide up my skirt, pushing it up enough to reveal my panties. You remember that, baby? 
he whispers, pulling my panties down so they fall by my ankles. Mm-hmm. I nod, biting my lip as he enters me with two fingers again while he unzips his pants and pulls them down, making sure to place his gun on the desk. Oh, God. <laughs> You've been thinking about my dick, he groans, his hardened member grazing my thigh as he searches for my opening and... Oh, my God, I gasp out loud, as he rams into me suddenly, not allowing me to adjust before he starts thrusting hard. Subin, fuck! I moan loudly, clenching my teeth as he grips on my waist and thrusts into me as fast as he can, pulling me up by the arm. Say it, he growls into my ear, gripping my arm tightly as he continues to thrust into me. I've been thinking, uh, shit, I moan as he wraps his fingers around my neck and pulls me back towards his chest, my breast bouncing in my bra as he pulls it down with his other hand and pinches my nipple. About your dick. Good girl. He releases my neck and I gasp out loud as I fall back on the desk and he thrusts into me faster. The sounds of our skin slapping. Man. Both ways are right, but my dyslexia messed up that sentence. The sentence is... The sound of our slapping skin and how his grunts are echoing through my office bring me back to the party. The way his muscles looked under the dim light of the bathroom, our bodies glistening with sweat as we released all the tension we had been building up all night. Subin, I'm close, I whimper, feeling my walls clench up around his dick as he slows his movements slightly to slide into me more deeply. Oh my god. I moan out, feeling the full length of his hardened member deep inside me while his fingers make their between... Wait... <laughs> I moan out, feeling the full length of his hardened member deep inside me, while his fingers make their way in between my thighs to massage my clit. Come for me, baby, he whispers in my ear, thrusting into me deeply again. I feel him hitting my spot and I moan out loud, letting myself go over the edge. I take a breath as he slows down for a moment while I recover from my high, but soon he starts to pick up slowly the p- Oh... But soon he starts to slowly pick up the pace, and I know he's getting ready to... Fuck, he groans loudly, gripping my waist tightly as his thrusts get sloppy. He pulls out of me suddenly and pumps his dick in his hand as I feel the warmth of... The warmth trickle down my thigh. Shit. He kisses my shoulder and pulls me back off the desk, turning me around to face him. My cheeks get red, noticing the sweat on his forehead and the look of satisfaction on his face as he leans closer to mine, touching his forehead. Nope. My cheeks get red, noticing the sweat on his forehead and the look of satisfaction on his face as he leans closer to me, touching his forehead to mine. He's so attractive. Go out with me, he grins, nailing his gaze to mine as my ours, ours, <laughs> as my eyes dart around his face quickly, finally landing on his lips, which are now turning up into a smirk. You said no last time, but I think you like me. I hesitate for a moment, feeling the butterflies in my stomach as he watches me. Okay, I purse my lips into a smile as I pull my panties back up uh, and adjust my bra, pulling my blouse back over my shoulders. I'll go out with you, but you have to take me out on a proper date. He pulls his pants back up and turns to look at me, smiling from ear to ear and stepping towards me. He wraps an arm around my waist and pulls me close. How does dinner sound? He inches close, pressing his hips against mine as I place my hands on his chest to adjust his shirt. It sounds perfect, I smile, and he pecks me on the lips, letting go of me to tuck his shirt back into his pants. I fix my skirt and pat my hair down, trying to go back to business as usual. Friday at 8 p.m., he asks, picking his gun back up and hiding it in the waistband of his pants. I'll wait for you here, I smile, sitting back on the desk as he adjusts his jacket, looking back at me with a smirk while he walks out the door. And that's the end of the fic. <laughs> ah.
really sure how hard this would be alone. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't the reading so much that was hard. It's just the fact that I couldn't really have back and forth banter with anyone. But, you know, I hope you enjoyed listening to it anyway. Um, that was a great Subin fic. I, we haven't, I don't think we've read any that are Subin X reader. I could be wrong. That could be all in my head. Um, but I also appreciate that this author, at the beginning of their one-shots, like, stories, they say, like, oh, no Hunin Kai. <laughs> like, no Hunin Kai shipping, no Hunin Kai smut because he's still underage. And... Yeah, I forget that some of the other boys are not underage <laughs> because I'm so much older than them. Well, not so much. Well, yeah, so much older than them. Um, but it's still, this writer is fantastic. I'm so confused by this update. I can't, like, pull up the chapters bit. So now I have to sit through a commercial. <laughs> Ironically, I just sat through a TikTok commercial, which makes no sense. Wattpad, I promise you, most people reading on Wattpad have a TikTok. <laughs> um, I, you know, I have to, like, scroll through because I have no idea what this update had to look at the chapters. Um, and I passed by a one-shot that was Subinex Reader that we did read <laughs> the last time. And I was like, oh my god, I did, we did, we did read this, we did do this. Um, I'm just gonna keep it on a Subin theme because... Um, the next one I saw that seems kind of interesting is called Electric Feel, and they have a song recommendation, Electric Feel by MGMT, and, uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna hop into this next one. Moonlight shone brightly on the trees, casting long shadows on the soft grass by the meadow. He could sense she was nearby. Her scent was incredible, but she was nowhere to be seen. Where is she? I can smell her. Subin looks across the horizon, noticing the soft glimmer of the water across the meadow, the soft shape of a silhouette appearing along the banks of the creek. The girl turns her head suddenly in his direction, crouching down behind the tall grass. Shit. Subin is used to the prowling around in the dark, but he knows that she can sense him. He ducks quietly behind a tree, his chest heaving up and down as the girl's scent wafts over him with the breeze. He closes his eyes. His eyes? <laughs> He closes his eyes, letting the scent enter his nostril as he breathes it in deeply, feeling the knot in his stomach tighten with each inhale. He's trying to control his urges, but he's hungry and in heat. Oop. Alright, so, uh, are we having a little Alpha Omega moment in this one? There was no, you know, like, warning like the other fic where it said, like, oh, Mafia Light. So, I went into this with no ideas. But I'm not angry about it. <laughs> hey you, her voice echoes through the meadow suddenly, and Subin's eyes get big, his heart dropping to the pit of his stomach. I know you're there. He stops for a moment, considering what to do next. This is not what's supposed to happen. She's supposed to be scared of him. She's supposed to run away. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's begin <laughs> It's starting to remind me of Twilight. <laughs> Where they're like, as if you, well, when Edward's like, as if you could outrun me, as if you could fight me off. Okay, anyway. His mind is racing, desperately trying to remember what he's been taught to do. But he's never had to deal with someone of her species on his own before. 
I should have stayed home. This was a mistake. And then he feels someone standing near him behind the tree. The scent is now intoxicating. He closes his eyes shut, clenching his teeth as he grips onto the bark of the tree trunk with his fingers. Don't do it, Subin. Control yourself. Hey, I can see you. Show yourself. She calls out defiantly from behind the tree. Subin freezes again, covering his nose to keep her scent away, but it's too strong. His baser instincts are now taking over and... Oh my god, she yells out as he comes out from behind the tree suddenly, moving so fast that she didn't see him clearly until she's pinned back against the tree, boxed in between his arms. What the fuck are you doing, he growls, pinning his forehead to hers as he inhales her scent more deeply. I could kill you, you know. He looks into her eyes, sensing the fear in her breath. Her eyes are beautiful, the deep shade of brown, clear against the silver moonlight. He lowers his hand to her shoulder, taking a strand of her long brown hair as he brings it to his nose, inhaling her scent even more deeply when he suddenly feels a sharp pain on his side. Fuck, he yells out, stepping back slightly as he moves his hands instinctively to his side, lowering his gaze to see his own blood dripping from his fingers. He exhales out in pain, but he glances back up at the girl. Her back is still pinned to the tree, but she's now holding a small dagger out protectively. She's taking deep breaths, looking at him intensely. I know what you are. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know what you are, she whispers, glaring from him, glaring at him from the tree. I'm not scared of you. She sticks the dagger out in front of her as he straightens up, ignoring the pain at his side. He chuckles softly, noticing how her dagger is shaking slightly in her trembling hand. You shouldn't be scared of me, he says finally, looking her in the eye. He senses this electricity in her, this energy he's never felt from one of her kind before. Maybe she's different. Maybe she's different. <laughs> but maybe he senses a kindred spirit. Someone who's like him. Someone who will understand. I won't hurt you, I promise, he sighs. Sitting down on the grass to tend to his wound, he groans in pain as he lifts up his shirt to check how deep the puncture is. Shit, you really got me, he laughs, wincing in pain as he leans his back up against the tree, taking deep breaths as he tries to calm his nerves. He opens his eyes again to look at the girl. She's watching him suspiciously, a look of confusion on her face as she realizes that maybe he's telling the truth. Here, she says suddenly, throwing him her canteen. He catches it with surprising agility and smirks, letting it fall gently to at his side. This won't help, he laughs, throwing his head back against the tree again, wincing in pain as he glances down at the blood-soaked shirt. He looks back at her, he looks back up at her, trying to decipher what she's thinking. Do you know what I am? You're a vampire, she says defiantly, watching him carefully, her dagger still trembling in her hand. Then you know what I need to take care of this. He points to his wound. Oh my god, he is a vampire, so not Alpha Omega, we're just doing vampires. <laughs> he points to his wound with his eyes, cocking to his head to the side. Her eyes get big as she realizes what he's asking her to do. I haven't eaten in a few days, so maybe you could, you know, he smirks up at her, sitting up as he pulls his knee to his chest. Feed me. He licks his lips, breathing her in breathing in her delicious scent again. His whole being is hungry for her, for her neck, for her blood, for her body. No, she yells out, sticking her dagger up even more, her whole body shaking in fear and terror. But he can see the hesitation in her eyes, like she's considering what he's saying. Your blood will also take care of this little scratch here. He glances down at his bloody hand and back up at her, raising an eyebrow as she swallows hard, taking shallow breaths. How do I know you won't kill me? She asks suddenly, her eyes darting around his face. I could have killed you already if I wanted to. He points to the creek across the meadow. I've been following your scent for hours. 
My scent? She asked, confused, a look of understanding and fear flashing across her face. Wait, are you a puma too? Yes, he groans in pain. A puma? <laughs> yes, he groans in pain, pressing his hand harder against his side. Will you help me or not? He watches her intensely, trying to hold himself back from just jumping at her neck. Don't do it, Subin. He feels the blood pumping through his veins as the knot in his stomach tightens, watching her standing in front of him. She's beautiful like all the girls of her kind, delicate and shimmering. But she's different. She's got a fierceness in her that he's never seen in fairies before fairies. Wow, there are a lot of creatures in this. What's your name? He sighs, trying to get her to feel more comfortable with him. He doesn't want to force her. He's seen his brother do it, and it's always made him feel uncomfortable. He hates the look of terror in his victim's faces. Live, she mumbles, still holding her dagger out in front of her. But he can see her features on her face softening. I'm Subin, he smiles, grinning through the pain, jabbing him at the side. Why are you out here by yourself? She hesitates at the question, surprised to see that he's actually not trying to kill her. I, uh, I ran away from my family, she whispers quietly, looking around as if they could come out of the trees at any moment. They, uh, they weren't treating me right, so I ran away. She lowers her gaze, clearly upset about this. Her delicate fingers reach for the strand of hair covering her eyes as she pulls it back behind her ear. Subin doesn't say anything for a moment. He just watches her intensely, unable to keep his eyes off of her. She's watching him with just as intensely a mix of curiosity and apprehension on her soft features. She's so beautiful. I'm sorry to hear that, he says finally, bringing her out of her trance as she focuses in on him again, surprised at what he just said. I can relate. She watches him, her eyes wandering down his body, finally landing at the bloody hand on his side, the warm liquid now pooling on the grass next to him. Will it hurt? She asks timidly, lowering her dagger slowly as she starts to consider letting him feed on her. It'll hurt at first, but not while I'm feeding, he explains, inhaling deeply as her scent continues to waft over him. He closes his eyes, trying to concentrate on not pouncing on her. He's so close to getting her to just let him feed on her willingly, he just can't risk it. Okay, I'll help you, she says finally, putting her dagger back in the sheath. What do I have to do? He opens his eyes again, surprised at her words. She turns back to him, sliding her sheath belt back along her waist as she steps closer to him. Just come here, he groans, sitting up as she kneels in front of him. He looks up at her. She looks determined, but there's a hint of fear in her eyes. I won't hurt you, I promise. She nods hesitantly, waiting for him to explain. I'll bite your neck and feed on you for a little bit until I'm full. He smiles, reaching for her hair again, pulling it back behind her ear so he can take a better look at her slender neck, noticing the goosebumps on her skin. But if you want me to stop before, you can tell me, okay? He glances back at her, her plump lips parted as she takes shallow breaths through her mouth. She's staring at him intensely and he feels the electricity again. Shit. Liv, I really don't want to force you. I need you to tell me yes or no right now. He groans in pain, his baser instincts taking over again as he starts to grow impatient. Yes, yes, you can do it, she says quickly, snapping out of it as she moves the hair away behind her shoulders to expose her neck. Her skin is shimmering under the moonlight, and Subin can see the rhythmic pulsing of her artery below her skin. It's been a long time since he's fed on fairy blood, and he just... He bares his teeth at her, revealing his fangs as he grabs the side of her head with his bloody hand, tugging at her hair slightly. She gasps out in surprise as he pulls her neck towards his mouth, sinking fangs into her soft skin. Finally. He sighs 
out in relief as she whimpers beneath his lips, sucking on her blood greedily. His other hand moves instinctively up to her waist, feeling the soft curves of her body as she relaxes into him. Her blood is delicious, sweet and rich like chocolate. He closes his eyes, letting the taste of her blood coat his throat as he drinks from her neck, when he suddenly feels her hand reach for his neck, her long slender fingers landing at his jawbone. He opens his eyes suddenly, feeling a jolt run up his body as her touch sends a shiver up his spine. She senses the sudden tension in him and slides her hand to the nape of his neck, tugging at his hair gently to let him know she's okay. He relaxes and breathes into her neck, his hunger growing as he continues to suck on her blood. Subin, she whispers, whimpering under his fangs as his hands travel up her waist, pressing against her ribcage as she circles her arms around his neck and pulls him closer to her chest. He can feel her pulse quicken under her, under his lips as the knot in his stomach gets tighter and tighter until... Stop, please, she says softly, tugging at his hair to pull him away from his neck. Oh my gosh. Stop, please, she says softly, tugging at his... Okay, one more time. Stop, please, she says softly, tugging at his hair to pull him away from her neck. Subin, please stop. He takes a deep breath in, her whimpers ringing in his ears. He knows he needs to stop. I promised her I would. He takes one last drink and pulls away from her neck suddenly, his chest heaving up and down as he looks up at her through his bangs. Sorry about that, he whispers, wiping his lips with his hand as she brings her hand up to her neck instinctively to cover her wound. Are you okay? He parts his lips, watching her expression go from fearful to relieved as she nods her head quietly, bringing her hands back down to her lap. Yeah, I'm fine. Is your wound better now? She smiles softly, looking up at him as her long hair falls gently to her temples, framing her face perfectly. He nods, and she raises a hand up to him, her long fingers for his lips. Wait, you've still got some on your face. Subin tenses up immediately, feeling the electricity between them as she wipes the smear of blood off of his face, dragging her thumb across his bottom lip. There, that's better, she smiles sweetly, bringing her hand back down to her lap. He's watching her again, the heat in him burning as the knot in his stomach aches to be untangled. Her expression changes, noticing the desire radiating off of him as he just... Subin, oh my god, she yelps as he suddenly disappears into a blur, reappearing in front of her, his chest hovering over hers as she feels the moist earth on her back. He holds her head in the in his hand, and lays her down gently on the grass, planting his other hand by her head. They both watch each other intensely, his hair tickling her forehead softly as she takes oops, as he takes shallow breaths, searching her face. He's too far gone now. His body is still hungry for her, just not for her blood. Live I he stammers, trying to find the right words to explain, but she It's okay, Subin. She whispers with a smirk, sliding her fingers to the nape of his neck as she pulls him down to her. He touches his forehead to hers, feeling her warm breath on his lips, dying to just, I want it to, she smiles and looks up at him, her eyes connecting with his as his lips curl up to a smile. She laughs softly and tips her chin up to take his lips between hers. Tasting the faint metallic taste of her blood on his tongue as he brushes it gently across her lips. She opens her mouth slowly, parting her lips to let him in, encircling her arms around his neck as she pulls him closer to his chest. Nope. As she pulls him closer to her chest. His hands travel up her thigh, dragging her dress up above her waist as he starts to explore her body. She relaxes into him more and more with each kiss, letting her hands lift the hem of his shirt to feel the muscles beneath her fingers. 
He feels that electricity again, and he just... Are you okay with this? Subin pulls away suddenly, sensing that he's reaching the point of no return. He searches her face, sensing some hesitation as he notices her lips are red and swollen. Have you done this before? No, she shakes her head softly, a look of embarrassment flashing across her face. Have you? Yes, many times, he explains, looking down at her fierce but questioning eyes. He can see the desire in her face. She wants him just as much as he wants her, but he wants to be sure. We love a consent, King. Do you trust me? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the Twilight themes. Do you trust me? He asks her suddenly, connecting his eyes to hers, letting her know that he's not going to hurt her. Yes, I trust you, she stammers, nodding her head slightly as his eyes go dark suddenly, her words unlocking the fiery burning inside of him. He grips her thigh tightly with his hand, burying her face. I do not know why I keep changing the pronouns over and over again, but I promise I'm not doing it on purpose. It is simply what is happening. <laughs> he grips her thigh tightly with his hand, burying his face in her neck, sensing her nerves. She tenses up, expecting him to feed on her again, but instead she feels his soft, plump lips leaving trails of kisses down her neck as he lets his body go completely, exploring every inch of her. Does this feel good, he asks, looking up at her as he pulls down the front of her dress to reveal her breasts. She nods quietly, watching him wrap her nipple between his lips as he sucks on it gently. He hears her moan out softly, and she starts grinding her hips slowly under his. She tangles her fingers through his hair, pulling him close to her chest as he continues to suck on her nipple, her body asking for more. Sensing her growing desire, he pulls away from her suddenly, knowing that he can't hold himself back any longer. I'll go slow, okay? He smiles reassuringly, kneeling up in front of her. She watches him curiously as he pulls out his he pulls his pants down, her eyes getting big at the size of his member. It'll hurt at first. Are you ready? She nods her head, gulping down her nerves as he kisses her again, biting her bottom lip before he looks down at the space between her legs, guiding his member slowly to her opening when he suddenly Oh my god, she yelps, grabbing onto his shoulders tightly as he thrusts into her slowly, letting her adjust to him. She winces at the pain, feeling the girth and length of his member push into her. Fuck, you feel so good, Subin groans into her ear, desperate to go faster. But he lets her adjust to him, not wanting to cause her any more pain. Tell me when you're ready. He grimaces, feeling the tightness of her walls wrap around him as he thrusts in and out slowly. She grabs his hair suddenly and pulls him down to her, connecting her lips to his before she pulls away and looks him in the eye. I'm ready, she says resolutely, causing him to feel that electricity again. This time, he can't ignore it. He slides his hand under her, wrapping his long fingers at the nape of her neck to hold her in place as her hands move down to his lower back. He increases the speed of his thrusting gradually, hearing her moans intensify with each push. Oh my god, Subin, she moans loudly, hooking her feet at his lower back as he thrusts into her harder and harder, her delicate body rocking back and forth beneath his... I'm close, Liv, he moans into her neck, feeling her walls clench up around him as she arches her back into his chest. He thrusts harder and harder until he feels like he can't hold back anymore. Oh, Subin, fuck, Liv moans out softly, muffling her moans into his neck as, he thru as his thrust gets so sloppy. He thrusts in one more time as she rides out her high and he finishes inside of her, the pulsing from her walls squeezing out every last bit of his warmth. 
He collapses on her chest, catching his breath as he hears her heart beating fast under his ear. She exhales loudly, sliding her hands up his back, feeling the dampness of his sweat on his clothing. I'm sorry I stabbed you, she chuckles, whispering into his forehead, his hair tickling her chin. He lifts his head to look up at her, a smirk forming on his lips, watching the mischievous look on her face. Well, I'm not. He slides up, touching his forehead to hers. A questioning look appears on her face as they stare at each other intensely, their bodies hot with kinetic energy. All he feels is her breath on his lips, her fingers tangled around his hair, and that electricity between them that's sending a shiver up his spine. And that's the end of the fic. So even though I knew, or at least I figured at the beginning that there was going to be some smut, this one was really sweet. <laughs> I could not have predicted the amount of different, like, species that would be in that one, though. Did not see that coming. At first, it was like, when I think of the scent tracking, I was thinking, like, werewolves or wolves, and then... <laughs> And then he's like, I'm a vampire, and I'm like, all right, got it, accepting it. And then there was all those twilight moments, and then she's like, I'm a fairy. And I was like, oh shit, a fairy. Oh. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed those one-shots. And as far as K-pop news goes, I was just going to say that I... Um, I told y'all last week that I had been listening to No Easy quite a lot, and I was super excited when Stray Kids dropped the Domino dance practice, because I love that song, and the dance is so good. I was so impressed. I was like, that is exactly the amount of energy and, like, everything that I wanted out of it. Also, um, the BTS X Coldplay song came out, um... Obviously, I'm an ARMY first, and I love BTS very much. Uh, I don't know how much I'll be listening to this song. I've never been a really big Coldplay person. Um, and it's a good song. Lyrically, it's great. I just, it's not something that I could see myself listening to quite often. Um, but I'm glad that they're happy, and everyone, it seems like Coldplay was really happy to be doing this too. Um, I have a close friend who, like, loves Coldplay, and he was like, oh my god, our faves doing a song together, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, <laughs> and I didn't tell him that I wasn't particularly excited about it. Um, but yeah, I listened to it. It's great if you like Coldplay, and that's pretty much all I can say about it. Um, I'm looking forward to more music. There's lots of comebacks happening. Oh, I saw the AT's comeback. I saw the Stacy comeback. I watched the Mamamoo one, which th some of those are quite old, but I just hadn't watched them yet, and I liked them. Yeah, but nothing, nothing too standout-ish except for I was very excited by the Stray Kids Domino uh, dance practice, and it was so good, and I want to watch it again, like right now. So anyway better get to signing off here um hopefully everything will be fine and tay will be back next week so thank you so much for listening to kpop pillow talk if you'd like to catch us in between episodes you can find us at kpop pillow talk all lowercase all one word on both instagram and twitter and if you like this episode please leave us a five star rating and review on apple podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so it really helps us out yeah I'm Millie. <laughs> Bye.